Do you want more energy and less cravings? You might be on a blood sugar roller coaster. A lot of times when we're not balancing our blood sugar with the foods that we eat and the way we live our lives, we end up with lousy energy and those cravings to dig into candy or snacks throughout the day. Or maybe you need to work on lowering your blood sugar numbers. Maybe you've been to a doctor's appointment recently and you were told that you have elevated blood sugars or prediabetes. Or maybe you struggle with the inability to lose weight and body fat. At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters Group. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters Group, plus you can try it out for free with a one-week free trial. Join the April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge as we work to implement a new blood sugar balancing hack every week in April. The challenge begins on Monday, April 1st, 2024, and is a 30-day month-long challenge. We will focus on a new habit each week to habit stack and create a better blood sugar balancing routine, focusing on more protein, veggies, vinegar, and movement. Each one of these hacks is designed to improve our metabolism, create better blood sugar balance, improved energy, reduce cravings, and work to lower overall blood sugar numbers to improve our blood work too. Join the challenge to have support and accountability with the other Goal Getters members along with guidance from your registered dietitian, me, Brittany. Join the Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge by joining the Goal Getters group with the link below in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever, find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt, learn how to create balanced meals and snacks, and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Welcome back, Katie. Thank you. It's good to be here. Another Wednesday, here we are recording another episode, mm-hmm. talking about some really great, great stuff that we got going. Yes. Uh, all right. So in today's episode, we're actually going to talk about why you should stop focusing on your weight and what you should focus on instead. So I, Katie and I actually were reflecting this past week on the fact that (laughs) a lot of people want to always focus on losing weight. And while wanting to change your body or your weight for, especially for things like medical or health reasons, isn't a bad thing. A lot of times people are missing the mark. And what I mean by that is that really our habits and our behaviors are what actually change our life. Weight is not a habit or a behavior. The number on the scale is not a habit or a behavior. Weighing yourself may be a habit or a behavior, but ultimately the your weight itself is not something that you're going to continue doing. <laughs> you need to do things in order to change that number, but really at the end of the day, focusing on that one number isn't the end all be all by any means. So we want to talk about like what would happen if we just stopped working towards a goal weight and instead focused on habits and behaviors that make your body feel its best. So we're going to break down a couple of different things that we wanted to emphasize today. So 
do I want you to think about, do you really need to lose weight or not binge eat? What do you think about that, Katie? I think that it is a very good statement when you think about these things because when we were talking about this and I thought to myself, I'm like, huh. I'm like, when you look at it that way, you're like, wow. You're like, this is really, um, it's a it's a change of a mindset. It is. Because that's, when we talk about, do you really need to lose weight or not binge eat? Binge eating is the issue. Right. Right? Like, binge eating is the reason that your weight is the is, way it is. It's being gained. So yes. if you stop that that habit, then, then you'll your be, weight will normalize. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Which is what happened to us. Woo! Amen! Yes. <laughs> so good. Here we are uh, clapping and high-fiving in the studio. But really, um, can you just kind of briefly just walk us through how that... Um, Line, you know, do you really need to lose weight or not binge eat just totally relates to you and your story. Yeah. Um, so honestly, like when I first started with all this, I thought that my issue was I need to lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. Like it would mm-hmm. never cross my mind mm-hmm. that, oh, I'm binge eating and that's why I'm gaining weight. So if I just stop the binge eating, I, my, I would like metabolize and I would just like either stay the same weight or lose weight. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I had to come to Jesus phone call with one of my friends, Allison, mm-hmm. um, and she was like, she was like, girl, like, what's really going on here? I mean, this is, like, probably, like, two years ago, so mm-hmm. it was to the point where, like, I had been in this binge disorder for, you know, five, six, seven years or so, mm-hmm. so I think, like, you don't see from the outside yourself, mm-hmm. and when people who you love do see that... Mm-hmm. And kind of point it out to you in, in the most loving, caring way. For no sure. Host, no, you know, no bad vibes mm-hmm. or anything like that. You're able to sit there and say, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, I see. It's like, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see the problem. Yeah. So in that moment, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am binge eating, and that's why I'm gaining weight. It's not because I'm, like trying to lose weight and like this made up thing of like I'm unable to lose weight like right. it was literally like it was if someone presented me the facts and, and I like had this big aha moment right and that's so true and I think um if you guys have listened to our previous episodes together on the podcast where we talk about our binge eating past really individuals who struggle to binge eat most of the time it's due to the fact that you're not eating adequately and so we were in this constant binge restrict cycle which just keeps you in that cycle where you eat a lot of food then you restrict and then your body's starving so then it causes you to binge again (laughs) Um, but really when you try to break that cycle eating adequately eating enough uh, making sure you're nourishing your body is going to help you to break that cycle because your hunger hormones can then start to normalize your body starts to trust itself again and so Really, um, the individuals that I have helped with ending binge eating, you end up getting to the point where your body starts to get back to the place where it's happy. And your your body starts to get back to um, its homeostatic weight, you know, the, the place that it feels comfortable. Right. Um, and so uh, you really can't focus on weight loss when it comes to binge eating. You have to focus on the binge eating having itself and healing that, healing your relationship with it, all that. So... Thank you for sharing that. That was so good. Um, So the next one we want to talk about is, do you really need to lose weight or (laughs) choose food that makes your body feel good? 
Yeah, this is, I love this one because, okay, so, like, I, for the longest time, never chose food that made my body feel good. Mm. Like, I was like, this is a no, this is a no, because it was deemed, quote, unhealthy, right? Mm. Something that you and me, we talk about quite frequently. So, can you give me an example of, like, a specific food you would eat all the time that didn't make your body feel good? Um, It would be a bagel. I mean, you, uh, pizza, carbs, anything that, like, for because for the longest time I had this thing that was, like, carbs are bad, right? I think a lot mm. of people in our uh, society think that carbs are bad because there are a lot of diets that say, don't eat a single carb, you'll right. gain weight from carbs. Right. So, I mean, if that's put into your head, your whole, you know, however many years of your life. Right, right. Or you yes. would really restrict them, so then what do you do now? Like, what's your, what's the change you've made? So, now I have chosen to eat them because I've had to build a trust process. Mm-hmm. So, what I've had to do is I've had to say, hey, okay, I'm going to eat this bagel, I'm going to eat this piece of pizza, I'm going to do this. Um, but when I first started doing it, it wasn't like I just woke up one day and felt comfortable eating mm-hmm. a piece of pizza. No, it was like... I started incorporating it with salad and wine on a Friday night, intimately watching Dateline alone by myself. (laughs) There you go. Because I had to focus. Like, this sounds so crazy. Like, how I healed from, like, all that stuff was, like, literally focusing by myself in my little one-bedroom apartment Mm -hmm. (laughs) in one of my smaller TV markets. Like, it was because I was able to sit there, work with you, do things like Mm -hmm. that. Anyways, I'm going on a rant. But to kind of get back on to the whole topic of all this is that I would say that I think you just have to be able to be honest with yourself and say, hey, you know, am am I... eating this because I'm trying to lose weight or, you know, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. or am I actually doing this to enjoy myself? For sure. And not put like, you know. Well, yeah. And I would say too, like choosing foods that make your body feel good. You know, I would used to, similarly to you, you know, it'd be like pizza was this bad food that I wouldn't allow myself to have. And I might like eat one piece and it's like, oh, well, I at least only ate one piece. And it's like, but that wasn't filling. Yeah. You know, like that's a great point. So sure. Like did it fit better my calories for the day? Maybe, but then I usually end up just eating more later on because I was still hungry. Yeah. Like, there's not enough protein and fiber and stuff like that to make me feel full and satisfied. So now it's like, if I choose to enjoy pizza, I'm going to do it with, like, a big salad with chicken on it or, like, some other protein because then I'm actually going to be full. And I'm not just going to limit myself to one piece. If I want more than one piece, I'm going to have more than one piece. But I'm also going to listen to my hunger and fullness cues and stop eating when I'm satisfied. But on a regular basis, I like to eat eat a lot of the same food that I know my body feels really good with, like my oatmeal, like my wraps, um, like big salads, you know, veggies and hummus, uh, all sorts of stuff that I eat on a regular basis because I love the way my body feels when I do that. And especially I can like kind of plan in when I'm active because I know like I can expect like how my body's going to feel and I'm regular and all that kind of stuff. So I think um, choosing food that makes your body feel good is really important and just learning, you know, what do you need to eat to make you full and satisfied? Did you ever feel like I, what I wanted to bring up, did you ever feel like you like had to eat like the whole pizza because that Uh, will make you feel good? mm -hmm. And I think, I think we have to in, in our society and the way everything that around us, you know, we're told all these different messages. You have to sit there and you have to be like, why am I eating this whole pizza? 
Right. Like, I don't. For sure. And and I and I say this well, and because like, people ignore their hunger and fullness cues. Yeah, and they have yeah. that like last supper mentality where it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like I can't eat pizza tomorrow yes, yes, because yes. tomorrow's a Monday. And like you always got to start that, back yeah, on track yeah. on Monday. So no pizza on Monday. And it's like, but you just like forced yourself to eat all this food because I think a lot of us grew up in like the clean plate club, yeah, you know, where it's like sure. you have to finish everything or again. Again, like that whole restriction where you can't eat this pizza on a different day. You have to eat it all now. So it's like get it all in even though you're yeah. eating past the point of fullness. fullness. So It's like a bad Thanksgiving. <sighs> yeah. So <laughs> we could go on and on about that one forever. But okay. Yes. So okay. just to recap, um, we that we were just talking about, you know, do you really need to lose weight or do you need to choose food that makes your body feel good? So obviously we can include our fun foods that we love to talk about, like pizza and ice cream, but do it in a healthy way where we're still honoring our hunger and our mm-hmm. fullness cues. So the next one is, do you really need to lose weight or find movement you actually enjoy? So I'll just kind of start off with this one. I felt like there were so many times where if I overate, I felt like I had to go run mm-hmm. it off. Like I would run. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, actually, that was a lot of food. Like I should run another mile. And I would just force my body like I was a prisoner in my exercise. Like, it wasn't enjoyable. There was a lot of times because I overate, I just felt so awful running. But I was thinking about the calories I was going to burn, you know, running it off or going on the elliptical mm-hmm. for, like, an ungodly amount of time because... <laughs> such a waste of time. Right. It was such a punishment. And right. I just had such an unhealthy relationship with food. And um, I didn't really enjoy running that long. Or I didn't really enjoy going on the elliptical for that long. But I felt like it's what I had to do in order to manage my weight. It was ugh, so bad. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really honestly just echo what, exactly what you just said. Similar stuff. I think that I feel pretty much yeah. the same way. But now it's like I, you know, I don't run super consistently. I mean, hopefully with the weather getting nicer, I will definitely try and get out more. Yeah. But I've listened to my body and like what it's wanting, yeah. you know, like this weight this morning, I decided to pick up some weights for an extra few minutes. Cause that's like what felt good to me in yeah, that moment. That's amazing, right? And I just, know that the movement I enjoy the best is going out on a walk like it was a beautiful afternoon and (laughs) I was on the phone with my brother and I decided to take a walk to get some steps in and it was just like such a great way to get moving during the day and right that can be an awesome way to incorporate activity yeah I think to go off that I really used to beat myself up like if I didn't get like x amount of runs in or walks in and I'm gonna be honest with you I'm going through a move right now and so Mm -hmm. like these last couple weeks like I, I think I've gotten out running maybe once, twice, and I don't really care. Like, I'm mm. like, that's okay, because what have I been doing? I've been going out for walks. I mean, this week, I mean, yesterday I was, like, super, super tired, and I was like, that's okay. Like, just mm-hmm. relax. Like, yeah. hang out with your family. Enjoy this time. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you need to do. Like, yeah. and, I, and I think we always, and maybe I don't want to speak for everybody in this world, right? But, like, I think in, you know, in America and in society, regardless of where you live in the world, like there's just that added layer of pressure of, of, you know, and, and maybe it's exercise and maybe it's, um, you know, something else, maybe it's your work Mm -hmm. or your, you know, family or whatever, some kind of pressure, right. That we have in society to always, you know, do this or that. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of taking that step back and saying, all right, you know what? It's okay to relax. It's okay to say, I'm going to walk, you know, 
two other times this week or whatever. Well, yeah. So the pressure of like making yourself exercise, which exercise should never be a form of punishment, but also just like finding movement you actually enjoy. Like if you don't like being on a stationary bike in your basement because you think that's boring and you're not really going anywhere, then maybe you want to try and find a local gym that has some group workout classes that you would be like super encouraged by the other people. Or maybe you could go with a friend or, you know, a a sibling or something like that. So I think it's just important to find that movement you actually enjoy because when you enjoy the way you move your body, you're going to keep doing it or you're more likely to keep that a habit. So Awesome. Um, the next one is, do you really need to lose weight or learn how to handle chaotic life? So when we think <laughs> about that, <laughs> oh yeah, when we think about it, it just really points directly to stress and emotional eating, which is just such a normalized human response to just the stress that we have in our life, you know, whether it's family or work or kids or, you know, just, I don't know, stuff we see in the news that stresses us out. There's just so much there. And a lot of times we want to turn to food as that band-aid, as that comfort. And if we, or on the other side of things, maybe you're like, I don't really stress and emotionally eat, but life is so chaotic. You know, I'm always driving my kids to sports practice or I'm always working late and then I run out of time to make dinner and I didn't meal plan. And so then I'm running through the drive-through or getting takeout or whatever. And that's keeping me from my goals. So I think it's also identifying like, how do we need to set ourselves up for success with either doing, um, you know, being a little more diligent in meal prepping and planning or making mindful choices when we are going out to eat for takeout or, you know, drive-through food and it's out of convenience and not because it's, you know, a fun or special experience. Or on the other hand, handling chaotic life in regards to stress or emotional eating, you know, just really realizing that if we're consistently eating for emotional reasons and not because we're physically hungry, we need to identify some ways to cope with that stress and those emotions outside of just food. (laughs) You know, it is a completely normal response to stress or emotionally eat, but it shouldn't be our every time reaction. Right. Right. So I think it's important to recognize that, um, you know, life is going to continue to be stressful. So we need to learn ways to manage it. I know for myself, it's usually calling a friend, um, talking things out, talking with my husband. It is even walking outside for like a minute, getting a breath of fresh air, or if I can walk outside, you know, and go mm-hmm. for a couple laps around the block, you know, that really, really helps me. And honestly, just prayer journaling, stuff like that um, can really, really help me as well to not just like want to turn to food. Cause that used to be <laughs> something yeah. I really turned to in college. If you guys listen to my story, Ben and Jerry's and pizza were definitely my <laughs> go-tos when it came to studying chemistry for like eight hours uh, as I was cramming for an exam. So yeah, you know what I um, I definitely got the food like under wraps, but I think for me like it's so easy for me to go home and be like, oh, I'm gonna have a couple glasses of wine, mm-hmm. and and I think and I will you know speak on behalf of this because it's like you know I I put. I put alcohol, I put food, I put, you know, apple juice, all that stuff kind of like under like the same the category for my, yeah, for mm-hmm. myself, right? Because, you know, everything is, is under that umbrella, right? And I'm, and I think, you know, it's something that I'm constantly working on saying, okay, do you need that glass of wine or do you need that, you know, you know, and I, it's so frustrating, right? Because I think in life we're, we come home from these long days, right? And we're like, 
you know, some people have kids, some people have grandparents they take care of, mm-hmm. some people have yeah. mom and dad, or, you know, whatever your situation is, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a revolving door in life. It is. And, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. you have to find ways to manage it, because there's always going to be something Absolutely. that's coming up. So if you don't have, and I love what you said about just, like, being mindful and being like, why am I actually wanting this wine right now? Is that because I actually have a taste for wine or is it because I'm looking for something to numb me out right now Yeah, and soothe me? And again, it's like, you know, having a glass of wine after a long day, like, isn't a bad thing. It's like, is that it, our all the that, time reaction? Yeah. Like, is that and the is only that thing we're going us. to? And is it serving you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you have a headache and do you not sleep great or you feel terrible the next right. day because you did that? You know, so it's assessing all of that. So that could be a whole nother podcast episode. So we're going to oh, go, sure. yeah, we're going to go into our last point here. Um, but okay. So do you really need to lose weight or do you need to identify any unrealistic beauty standards and any body image issues that you have. I adore this. Oh, I love it. I feel like this is everything we stand for this over is. here. I'm like, yes. And it's so, so incredibly <laughs> true. I mean, Oof. I, I've gotten, um, I've gotten inquiries, you know, from time to time for people who wanted to work with me in coaching and they're really focusing on losing weight and they don't, necessarily have a need to do that but they have set standards in their mind that I don't feel are the healthiest Mm -hmm. you know I I don't think it would really serve them to focus so highly on trying to lose weight because in reality I can see written all over them is the fact that they are just like body shaming themselves or they are comparing themselves to their 20 year old selves and now they're 50 and they want to be back in their 20 year old body it's just like your body evolves and change and like we have to learn to make peace with like Mm -hmm. those changes that happen and so this is again why you know how we view ourselves and that weight um it really means that we need to identify like what is realistic for our body and like how can we find ourselves beautiful and how can we love ourselves at every stage of the game and I'm not saying this is easy I'm like really simplifying this right now but um I know journaling was something huge for me to like Mm -hmm. make peace with where my body was at and just like to find things that I loved about myself um and just working on some body affirmations that I was doing daily how about you Okay, so I have this perfect description. Well, I don't know if it's perfect because something's perfect, but (laughs) (laughs) anyway, so I have this image in my head when I think about this topic and I think about like putting those jean shirts on for the first time in summer Mm. or putting those jeans back on going into winter and you're thinking, do they fit? Do they fit? And then you're you're picturing like all the models and Mm. you're picturing your friends and what they look like in their jeans. And I think like in that moment, we get so like, oh my gosh oh my gosh and then you spiral mm. and you're like am I am I pretty enough am I good enough am I this enough and then it's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. slow down your mm. mind is just shuddering through these yeah. millions of images that you see every single day mm-hmm. whether it's in the media or it's in um you know at your friend's house or whatever like your your mom even your dad like who, right. it could be anything and I think and we have to say really have a come to Jesus moment again with ourselves and be like, realistically, I am fine. Like mm-hmm. I, and, and I am comfortable in my body and, and this is why I'm comfortable in my body and almost like talk yourself off that ledge. Yeah. 
Because I, which is why it's helpful to have a coach and yeah. helpful to have an accountability partner For who sure. can help walk you through all that. So I know. call a friend. Uh, call call I know. somebody. Seriously, <laughs> and this is this is where the deep work happens. And so, truly, just want to kind of recap what we chatted about today. Of I just want you to challenge you to reflect on each of these areas that I'm about to list again, and think about which ones you feel like you need to work on the most. Um, So do you really need to lose weight or not binge eat? Do you really need to lose weight or choose food that makes your body feel really good? Do you really need to lose weight or do you need to find movement that you actually enjoy? Do you really need to lose weight or learn how to handle chaotic life? Do you really need to lose weight or identify any unrealistic beauty standards or any body image issues you have? So remember that even though you might be seeking weight loss, you really need to identify these other barriers that might be getting in the way of you truly reaching your goals. So Katie, where can people go and find you? Well, all over social media, (laughs) Um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter I'm on. Just look up KHRSEC. Perfect. We will link it up in the show notes, and we hope that you guys found this information to be helpful, and we will release a new podcast episode (laughs) together every other week, all focused on things, body image, food freedom, healing from eating disorders, all the things. So (laughs) thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating, not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called the Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.